This is Messages from the Middle. I'm Wendy Parrish. This is episode number seven, Your Core Beliefs. Today on the podcast, I talk about how your core beliefs are the root of almost all the results that happen in your life. Let's get started. Have you noticed that people don't usually share their struggles until they're over? It's not until they've defeated their dragon and marched victoriously home that they share their story. Well, I'm not one of those people. My name is Wendy Parrish, and I am in the middle of my story. From the middle, I've learned a few things, and I would like to bring you into my story. This is the good, the struggle, the light, the dark, and the lessons learned. This is Messages from the Middle. Imagine that you're a tree. You've got your leaves, your branches, your trunk, and your root system. You may not have immediately pictured the roots, but I want you to picture the roots of the tree because they're the most important part. Let's label the different parts of your tree. The trunk of the tree is your life experiences. The leaves and the branches, what you see and notice the most on the tree, that's your behaviors and your actions. So what are the roots? The roots are your core beliefs. Your core beliefs are behind every decision you make, your behaviors and what you think about yourself. The thing is, it's the behaviors that are seen, judged, and are usually what get dealt with by parents, teachers, even counselors and therapists because they are what seem to be making up a person. For example, I have a friend who was an alcoholic, and I guess technically you say is an alcoholic. His family was always talking to him about dealing with his problems related to alcohol, and he would just get angry because he knew his issues were more related to mental health and not drinking. But the drinking was the leaves. It was all that they could see and it was what needed to stop so he could get to the root of why he was excessively drinking. So many of the self-destructive behaviors that we see are the leaves, but the real problem starts at the roots. So what are your core beliefs? What are your roots? Core beliefs are deeply buried assumptions. They guide our behaviors, how we see ourselves and perceive situations. These beliefs impact how we feel, how we relate to others, and play a big part in our success, satisfaction with life, and our relationships. Core beliefs are core to our identity. They can feel as deeply entwined as the roots to the tree. They feel intrinsically true, but beliefs aren't facts. That doesn't, however, make them any less powerful. Core beliefs are beliefs that we have carried for so long that adopting new beliefs feels very uncomfortable. From my own experience, it feels painful to even think about changing a core belief. Our core beliefs feel like truths. This makes them very challenging to alter. But when we have negative core beliefs, they are responsible for continual insecurity, self-doubt, depressive moods, and a constant desire for external validation and approval. 
These negative core beliefs can lead to ineffective behavioral patterns such as people-pleasing, perfectionism, or the self-destructive behaviors that I talked about earlier, such as drug and alcohol abuse. You'll also notice events and situations that confirm our core beliefs and ignore any beliefs that go against our core beliefs. These beliefs are like inner walls that have no doors. They restrict you from experiencing new possibilities in life. It's very important to remember, core beliefs aren't facts. That's the good news. Beliefs can be changed. Beliefs are nothing but a thought that we affirm to ourselves over and over and which we take to be true. A belief can consist of a very simple thought, such as, I am weak. Or it can be a complex array of thoughts and statements that all lead to a belief system. Beliefs are nothing more than thoughts we have had for so long that over time we come to believe them as true. We just accept it. This is true. This is a universal truth. Most of our core beliefs are formed before the age of six. Too early to question these hurtful beliefs. And they're so long instilled in our brains that we don't even stop to think that these thoughts just might not be true. Because they feel so real and so true, they are strong forces in shaping our perceptions. We have developed core beliefs in every area of our life, and these beliefs impact our happiness, success, and personal fulfillment. We form core beliefs as a way to understand and live in the world around us. And that's what we're supposed to do. It's the negative core beliefs that create the destructive patterns. So the good news is not all core beliefs are negative and not everyone has negative core beliefs that cause issues. I can't speak for my husband, but I will. I'm about 100% sure that one of his core beliefs is I am capable and I am good enough. And speaking as his wife, I appreciate this so much. I can't tell you how refreshing it is to know that self-loathing is not, in fact, our default setting as a human. Negative core beliefs tend to revolve around three themes, helplessness, unlovability, and worthlessness. Some of the most common negative core beliefs are, I'm not lovable, I'm a failure, I'm a burden, I'm not good enough, I'm worthless, I'm stupid, I'm weak, I don't belong, I am a loser, I am evil, I am ugly. Negative core beliefs also come in the form of your beliefs about people. People are mean, people hurt you, people are not to be trusted, people are manipulative. And we can even have these beliefs about the world in general. The world is a scary place, it's dangerous, it's unsafe, it's hostile. Our negative core beliefs drive our dysfunctional immediate beliefs in the forms of our attitudes and the rules that we make. If we believe we are unlovable, for example, this could translate in rules such as, I must be thin because only then would I be lovable. Or we may think we have to be rich or always agreeable or overly helpful or constantly self-deprecating or that we must never say no to anyone to be worthy of other people's love. How about, just for fun, let's look at one of mine. In last week's episode, I talked about how one of my driving core beliefs is, I am a failure. This belief has driven so much of my life. 
I knew, just knew I was a failure. But here's the funny part. I wanted to make sure that no one ever knew I was a failure. So I made sure to never fail. Guess how you never fail? You don't do anything. Or you quit before you fail and make excuses for why you had to quit. And if you do fail, you cover it up real pretty and make sure no one ever notices or sees you. So you hide in the shadows and you isolate. Here's how that manifested in my life. I never started things I wanted to do. I always had a great excuse. I can tell you I used my four kids as an excuse to not do a lot of things. Before then, it was that I was going through infertility. And before that, it was something like, oh, I just don't really want to. That's not what I want out of life. When in reality, I desperately wanted it. Then there's looking for evidence that your beliefs are actually a fact. I have carved in stone every time I failed or didn't reach my expectations. I have carved in stone everything I ever did wrong or when I came up short. This evidence was then further proof on why I should hold back or not try. My photography business is the perfect example. I've been a working photographer for 13 years. I love it. And I actually think I'm pretty good. But I never went all in. I never believed that I could throw myself in with the really great people. I would always fall short of my expectations and I would never be as good as my mentors or the photographers that I admired. So I held myself back. I limited my marketing because then I could always have the excuse that I was never really successful as I dreamed, but it was because I didn't really understand how to market myself or how to do social media. But it was really because I was scared and I never really dared try. One time I was at a conference where the speaker was talking about how failure is the path to success, how we learn from failure, and there's really no such thing as failure, only chances to learn what not to do and how to move forward. I straight up argued with the speaker. I raised my hand and was like, um, no, you're just a successful person. You don't know what it's like to have failure define your entire life. This was just two years ago. I believed that failure was in my very DNA and there was nothing that could ever change it. These negative beliefs show up in our relationships, our careers, our goals, and of course, our mental health. If you think you're unlovable, then you find all the evidence that you offer no value. If you have an issue with your partner or close family members, instead of working through it, you go to, I knew it, they don't love me, I'm unlovable. If you think you're worthless, then you'll find yourself in a self-sabotaging cycle of not applying for the job or procrastinating and staying stuck in a job or a life that is unfulfilling. So here are some of the things you can do to start to uncover and deconstruct your negative core beliefs. First, you got to identify them. You can start with the list that I gave before. Keep in mind that most core beliefs, again, have to do with helplessness, unlovability, and worthlessness. It helps to look at your automatic negative thoughts that you may have, like, I never get what I want, or people just don't like me. From these thoughts, you can trace them down to the roots. I'm not good enough. I'm unlovable. And you don't need to identify them all. I started with six, 
And that was quite enough for me to see how my negative beliefs had been shaping my life. Next is understanding where these beliefs came from. Can you figure out when you first thought these things about yourself or about the world or about others? Which experiences contributed to shaping these beliefs? And who in your family may hold similar beliefs? Then you get to challenge these beliefs. Your negative core beliefs lead to cognitive distortions. Have you heard of cognitive distortions? The first time I read the list of common cognitive distortions, I laughed out loud. I was guilty of every single one. So here's a list of the most common cognitive distortions. All or nothing thinking. It's absolute, only black and white. Overgeneralization. You view every negative thing in your life as a constant pattern of defeat. Mental filters. You only see the negative and filter out the positive. Jumping to conclusions. This includes things like mind reading. I know she thinks this about me. Or fortune telling. Of course this bad thing will happen. It always does. Minimizing or maximizing. Making the negative things bigger than they really are and making positive things smaller than they are. Emotional reasoning. I really feel stupid, so I must be stupid. Should statements. I should have done this. I should have known better. Shouldn'ts, musts, have-tos are also equal offenders. There's labeling. You identify yourself with your shortcomings. Instead of saying, I made a mistake, you say, I'm a loser. Personalization and blame. You blame yourself for things that aren't entirely your fault. Or you blame other people for their shortcomings without considering how you may have contributed to the problem. My core belief that I was a failure led to so many of these cognitive distortions. Personalization was huge. I'm convinced that if I take the blame for everything that's gone wrong, I'm somehow helping the people in my life because I'm the failure so I can let them off the hook. And since I'm a failure, it's probably my fault anyway. So once you've identified your negative core beliefs and worked towards understanding where it came from, then you notice the cognitive distortions that they're causing, you can start to loosen up the hold that these negative core beliefs have on you. One way to release the hold these negative beliefs have over you is to dispute irrational beliefs. This actually is called DIB, dispute irrational beliefs. You do this by asking the following questions. One, can I rationally support this belief? Are these ideas logically connected? Who supports this idea and what's their authority? Number two, what evidence exists of the falseness of this belief? Are there exceptions? What are the worst things that could actually happen if I don't get what I want? That was number three. Number four, what good things could I make happen if I don't get what I think I want? In other words, question your negative core beliefs. Question your negative perspectives. Are your core beliefs working for or against you? Our beliefs and thoughts create our feelings, which lead to our actions that end up in our experiences. And those are your results in life. If you have a belief creating a feeling of worthlessness, your actions will create a result perpetuating that cycle. 
you want to question that thought distortion. Start to release that white knuckle grip that you have on your negative core beliefs. This is the work. Once you're able to question your negative beliefs and release your hold on them, you can start to form new beliefs. And that's the fun part and the hard part. Remember how I talked about how a new hiking trail isn't formed by walking a trail once? Yeah, you got to walk that trail thousands of times. You need to rewrite a new belief and then you need to read it and write it and say it and believe it. You need to make I am worthless become I have infinite worth. And you can tell your brain why this is true because you've already worked that part out. I am a failure becomes I'm a capable... I'm a capable person and I can achieve my goals. And you have the data to back that up because you've answered the questions for why this belief is true and the other belief is false. If you think that negative core beliefs are holding you back, I also recommend finding a therapist who can help you examine and question these thoughts. When it comes to mental health, a professional is always a good idea. My therapist had me do a life sketch where I talked to her. Basically, we went years one through five, five through 10, and discussed things that stuck out in, the, in my memory. And then we rated it positive or negative. And then we went back through the negatives and asked, when this happened, what did that create in you? What did that make you think? And it was that questioning and going through all of that work that helped me realize that I have lived my life with the core belief that I am a failure. And it made a huge difference just to begin to look at that thought and work through it and think it through and dissect it. And I'm still working on it to this day. That's all I have for you for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'd love to keep the conversation going. Let me know where you've seen core beliefs show up in your life. You can find me on Instagram at child songbird or shoot me an email, Wendy at messagesfromthemiddle.com. Most importantly, I want you to know that you are loved and you matter, no matter who you are or where you are in your story. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me in the middle of my story. My theme music is White Linen by Asher Child. He's my kid. You can find all of his amazing music on all streaming platforms. And you know, it just wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't ask you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. But seriously, it would really mean so much to me if you did. Thank you so much and see you next time.